This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with your host, food writer and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Anne Christensen. And I'm DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect from Radio Milwaukee. On this week's edition of This Bites, we got a couple of fantastic news about Dream Dance Steakhouse at Potawatomi Casino. They're reopening. We got a little details, courtesy of Journal Sentinel. Also, there's a barbecue joint coming to the 3rd Street Market Hall. That place is getting packed. And we got some news about a raw bar coming to Walker's Point. But we can kick it off with brunch. Everybody loves brunch, Ann, right? You love brunch. I mean, I do, sure. Absolutely. Milwaukee is a, a brunch town. You shared with me on Instagram that your favorite coffee shop, I'm assuming one of your favorite coffee shops, Discourse Coffee, mm-hmm. so had a brunch with Triciclo Peru on this coming Sunday. And quote, they're calling it the baddest brunch of them all. And it'll be at uh, Triciclo Peru's restaurant off of Elite Street, 3801 West Elite Street. They teamed up to create banana pairings for some of their drink options. Including a mocha pichu, pichu. And I love that name. Love that name. A sumptuous marriage of espresso, carob, dark chocolate, vanilla, orange syrup, super spice bitters, steamed whole or oat milk, and it's finished off with a line of candied fig and grape powder. Grape powder, like grapes. Grape powder. I'm I'm guessing they are always doing really intriguing things. Their combinations are never anything that you expect them to be. This is what I love about this place, Tariq. Yeah, this sounds like a little fun little brunch this coming Sunday. Yeah. Off of Elite Street. Coming up on this bites, we'll continue our conversation with a raw bar coming to Walker's Point. And a person that most people might be familiar that's kind of behind it a little bit. We'll let you know right after this. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the Honor System. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. We're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with Ann Christensen and me, Tariq Moody. We're continuing our conversation and... Are you a fan of raw oysters? Raw seafood, shellfish? Yeah, at times. I mean, I wouldn't say that I go out of my way to have raw oysters, but when I do have them, I'm like, oh yeah, this is really fun. I really, really like this. One of the times that I had a lot of them was when I was in France. And I still remember like kind of feeling like I had a sea inside my belly, like it felt like sea air was just coursing through my body. <laughs> you know, I just felt so connected to the sea after having so many oysters, which they also say, you know, are an aphrodisiac, although I can't comment on that. Well, of course you can't. You, know, you keep your secrets. Yes, I do. So this Raw Bar is going to be a partnership between Rob Levin, who operates 2A Wine Merchants. Really cool guy. If you ever check out that wine shop, really cool wine shop. That's a great and, wine shop. as I mentioned earlier in the tease, Jessica Carlisle is coming back to that space to help with the menu. 
-hmm. and the food for this really kind of small little raw bar. It'll be located at 1033 South 1st Street, the former location of Laughing Taco. It's like gonna be a kind of really cool space, like covered in graffiti, according to Journal Sentinel. The menu, I guess, before will be developed by Carlisle. They're looking at having a raw bar seafood totaling perhaps 25 items. Items include, of course, the aforementioned oysters, mussels, crab in season, and, and I know you love this, caviar. You like the caviar service. You're big on caviar. I know you are, Anne, right? <laughs> yeah, I love caviar. You look like a fish egg fan. <laughs> you know, I try, Tariq, you know? I mean, yeah. I think in certain applications, I think caviar is really great. I like it as more of a garnish on things. Mm, interesting. So you don't, you don't go in there with like that little spoon and just go to no, town with a glass no. of wine. No. no. No? No. I can see you do that, though, but anyway. You could, yeah. Yeah. I know you so, could. I know you could. The name of the restaurant is called 1033. Be on the lookout for it coming uh, later this year. Also, heading down to Pottawatomie Casino, they're reopening Dream Dance Steakhouse. Pandemic did a lot of damage uh, the restaurants. Mm-hmm. They're reopening. Uh, it's been in work for six months. The Dream <laughs> Dance Steakhouse will have dishes kind of leaning towards Italian because the Bella Italiana at the casino won't be mm. returning. So they're kind of bringing some of that little Italian flair to the steakhouse. Of course, you can get steaks. Appetizers will include like calamari, polenta. There will be shrimp and lobster cocktails. And they have appetizers including poutine, chicken tenders as well. Of course, we're going to have steaks. They're going to have uh, quite a bit of steaks with prime cuts from Allen Brothers of Chicago. I know that apparently I was reading a journal Sentinel there'll be a steak porterhouse, 40 day age porterhouse. I think it was dry hmm. age, I think. I you know, I remember going to that restaurant years ago when it first opened and having the biggest piece of foie gras I have ever had in my life. And it was fantastic. Like right in yeah. the beginning, they, I mean, like their portions were crazy. <laughs> it was really interesting. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. What's the last time I had foie gras? It's been a while. Yeah. So, Dream Dance Steakhouse reopening over at uh, the casino. If you want to take a break from blackjacks at the tables, you can grab a dry-aged steak. Finally, Third Street Market Hall. And it's growing. Getting new vendors. Seems like almost vendors every week, seems like. Yeah, it, right? I know. I know. Uh, it's just announced that a barbecue spot's coming to the Third Street Market Hall called Smoking Jack's Barbecue. So, they operated as a ghost kitchen at a Waukesha's Point Burger Bar during the pandemic. And they also did jazz in the park and other kind of events. The menu at Smoking Jack's will be uh, similar to their ghost kitchen of food trucks, smoked brisket sandwiches, cheese steak, rib tips, chicken wings, and Parmesan truffle fries. Be on the lookout for that. The owner also plans to kind of bring in Mediterranean Thai twist to his barbecue as well. I'm kind of curious. So be on the lookout for Smoking Jack's barbecue coming to the third ward later this year. Nice. What about does it? But hey, real quick. Yeah. Did you hear about the Noma news? Yeah. What's your take on that? I just think that, you know, exposing these restaurants that have toxic work environments mm. is really, really important, is really powerful. And I think that was a place that I've always thought, yeah, I really wanted to visit and mm. super cool. But, you know, also so elitist that it kind of yeah. took me off at the same time. You know what I mean? I honestly think it's probably a good thing. There was an article opinion, I forgot where it was, about 
do we even need fine dining anymore? Yeah. If they can't sustain it, why have it? Yeah. If you're going to charge that kind of prices, you can't pay people. Should fine dining exist? That's a really good point. I know. Maybe yeah. not. So. But I also want to say that I, it, it's not to say that all restaurants operate like that either. Yeah, there are, no. There are definitely ones where people yeah. are treated with respect. and 401ks, retirement, yeah. vacation. Yeah. It's just interesting, you know. I would have thought people work at Noma got paid very well based off. I would have assumed that too. Yeah. How often they're serving the prices and the demand. And, you know, I saw that Netflix where they were traveling the world and doing Noma Mexico and Noma Japan. And I, I thought they were like, you know, but. You know, you never know until you peel back the curtains. No, I know. I know. Well, that concludes this week's edition of This Bites, Milwaukee's longest running culinary podcast. This Bites is edited and produced by Kiri Salinas with support and generosity from our membership. Don't forget, feedback's important, so please rate and review. You can get This Bites over at our website at readingmilwaukee.org slash This Bites or anywhere you get your podcast: Spotify, NPR, Google, Apple, or anywhere else you like to listen to podcasts. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the Malort cold. Have a good weekend, Anne. You too, Tariq. <laughs>